When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome to another episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. And once again, we are here to... Talk into everything that MLS has had to offer in the last couple of weeks and, of course, talk World Cup as well. Yes, yeah, so much to talk about today. We've also got the return of an old friend as well. Yes, we have. Uh, two old friends, actually, because we've got, in, in your game, we've got a return of an old favourite. And if that's not enough, we will be introducing a new feature where we basically, uh, we because we enjoy having a moan on the podcast, we thought we'd make a feature of it. And if that's not enough... We will find out for the first time this season who our MLS UK show championship champions are. Mm. Now, off the top of your head, without working it Ooh. out too much, so NYCFC kicked it off. Who do you think will be our... Uh... Gonna have to hurry here. Philadelphia, I don't know. Okay, well, we'll see uh, later on in the show. Um, so uh, we've got to talk about it, haven't we? It's the elephant in the room. If you've been living under a rock, you won't know this, but the World Cup draw was last week. And it seems that we're going to have a bit of banter over Christmas time with our American listeners. I stood here a week ago on our uh, Stoppage Time podcast and said, how good would it be if we got America or Canada? Yeah. It's happened. England, (laughs) USA, in the same group, in the World Cup, it's fine because two teams can go through, right? So uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I mean, you've got to like remember we are the MLS UK show, so if it is Scotland or Wales, we have got to support them as well. It's going to be tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's is, going to yeah. be really awkward. Iran can go, that's fine, but mm. we then, I mean, I guess it it means that whoever goes through will be will be happy. I guess. Let's just, uh, it depends who, yeah, because you can't win in this situation because obviously if one of the other teams isn't from the UK, then that's all fine in the World Cup. But right now that's going to be awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, If Wales or Scotland don't qualify, that's going to be awkward because we've got listeners in all territories. Um, But yeah, on a personal level, on a personal level, uh, England v USA, it's just, there's something about that. For me personally, there's something about that just from... Uh, obviously growing up as a kid always having an England kit every single time I love the tournaments yeah, yeah. you know uh, well, obviously there was the time we didn't make the Euros one time I was absolutely crushed because I just love a, I love a tournament um, this World Cup is going to be different of course with it being in November and it being in Qatar but mm. I'm having then fallen in love with America and, and then MLS is I'm here for it I'm here for it. Well, you say it's going to be different for us. Of course, it's going to be different for anyone who is an MLS fan. Mm. 
But it, we've swapped. Whereas our season is now about to stop mid-season because of the World Cup. We're used to it happening like after the season's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, MLS, it's happening straight after the season's finished. So it's completely changed. Um, yeah, it's uh, when the draw was being done, as it went on and it went on and it went on, I thought, yeah, we're definitely getting one of them, America or Canada. And when it came out, I just laughed because I thought, yeah. That was always it was just happen. meant to be. I I was watching it with Bryony, and she just turned. She just turned and looked at me, and I just looked. I, and we just smiled because it, it, you just knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um. We as I guess as a we're in the UK, and we are technically I don't know media people are we or you know as a stretch. Uh, we aren't going to follow suit with our uh, UK fellow UK media people and saying that it's going to be a walkover and England have got an easy group because we know that with the US is not that simple. You've got some very good players. Okay, maybe you're looking more in four years, but you've still got a good team now. So we are going to say that it's not going to be a walkover. England will beat Iran, no problem. They'll probably beat Scotland and Wales. USA will beat Iran easy as well. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be funny. It's the day after Thanksgiving as well. On that, uh, you you know, you said, oh, we're not going to do the thing where we say it's going to be a walkover. There's not even a, a doubt in my mind. And I've already had to calm people down. I was, you know, watching the draw around one of my friends and he was like, oh, USA. And I had to be like, no, you don't understand. Like, they're quite good now. Mm. They're quite good now. Um, but what I have seen, and it won't be from any of our listeners. There's no way that this will be from any of our listeners, the educated lot that they are. Um, is a lot of people very confident in the States with England in the group. Yeah. I found that really confusing. Even if I remove myself as like the, an England fan and I look at it objectively, you're looking at a team who just made the finals of the Euros yeah. and lost on penalties and yeah. is has got a squad where you can't fit Jack Grealish and Raheem Sterling and Jaden Sancho and all of these players. You can't even fit them all into the starting 11. There's so many choices. Yeah, we did lose to a team, though, that hasn't qualified for the World Cup. Well, so. yeah, doesn't it make it? Doesn't that make it interesting? Uh, I've, but, but, well, I believe it was Alexi Lalas who, who kind of said, I think Jimmy Conrad has said it as well, that they were like, oh, let's get England. Mm. But I think he's a bit tongue-in-cheek, I've got to say. If you genuinely have thought mm, England might be a, that might be a bit of an easy draw then please let us know I'm genuinely interested I just I don't understand that um I've got big respect for USA I think I think they'll do well in the World Cup if I'm yeah. honest but I think they'll do really well but I'm confused if you've got England and thought eh, that's right then um Weird one. yeah we've got to say as well Canada I think Canada have got a good chance of doing well they've got I quite agree. a good draw they've got Belgium which would be a tough tough game for them but you know Belgium Belgium are up and down as well. I think Canada can really surprise people. When you've got the likes of Alfonso Davis in the team... I just think let, let Belgium go and do it. Worry about the other teams. Mm. Let Belgium go and do it. The pressure's all on them anyway. Um, there's even less pressure on Canada versus um, the US men's national team, I think. Uh, and that's not because I don't think they're as good. I think the world just sleeps on them a little bit. Um, same as they have done on the USA recently. So... I think all eyes are on Belgium in that group, and you just go and try and finish second. Yeah. You, you you could easily go and win it. Easily. Well, of course, they've got Morocco and Croatia, the other two uh, games in their group. So, yeah, winnable games. Uh, so, good luck to Canada. Good luck to the US, apart from against England mm. and Wales and Scotland. It's going to be say. really awkward. Someone's going to not be happy by the time we're doing this podcast next year. I mean, technically, as it is MLS closed season by the time the matches are, if America win, we can just sh- shut off our social media because it's we don't need it. MLS isn't happening at that time. That's true. Um, uh, right, lots to come on the show. Uh, we're going to be recapping what happened this weekend in MLS as well very soon. But first, as we do at the start of every episode, it's a game with a changing name. Yes. Now, uh, this is a suggestion uh, from Dan in Nottingham. So hello to you, Dan. Thank you very much. Um, this is a player who's played in the UK and in MLS. I'm going to read you their career path. You've got to tell me who you think it is. Mm. Now... They started their career in 2002 with Troyes in France. Okay, never uh, heard of them. Or Troyes. As it oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they played for Saint-Étienne. Okay. Um, and then Real Betis. Toronto FC. Right. In 2015 to 2016. Okay. And then 
Nottingham Forest. I get it now, Dan. He's a Nottingham Forest fan. Uh, in 2017, before moving, I believe, back to France. I don't know the name of this team. Uh, French football club. Yeah, okay. So, Ajaccio. Um, and they retired in 2019. Going to be honest with you. Mm. Don't have a clue. No, it's a tough one. This is uh, expert level, this one. Yeah, uh, and we're not quite there yet, as you'd know if you'd listened to the podcast. Um, yeah, well, let us know if you think you know the answer to it. Uh, get in touch at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can just comment with your answer. A lot of people do that. And uh, on YouTube, it leaves a timestamp. So we know if you've gone to the end and come back. Uh, well, actually, we don't. Really? But, uh, no idea. Uh, uh, same with if you tweet us as well. We we know. Yeah, sort of. Um, if you're listening in France, you can speak French better than me, which is highly likely. Or you're listening uh, in and around Montreal. I apologise for my French. And on that note, let's go to our sponsors in French. The MLS UK Show. Uh, bonjour, uh, oui, madame. I don't know anymore. Hi. Uh, this is the MLS UK Show, sponsored by Soccer90.com. That is the place to go for MLS stuff, but also if you're gearing up for the World Cup, which we've just been talking about, and you want to rep your team, maybe US, maybe Canada, maybe England, or Scotland or Wales, who are definitely both going to be there, sort of, uh, Soccer90.com is the place to go. Merci beaucoup, Elliot. Uh, that's the only bit of French I know. Um, not only can you get the, the jerseys for the World Cup teams, you can also get the official World Cup training ball as well. Yes. I'm looking at it now. It looks very nice. And uh, you can get that and you uh, can get a discount on it as well by using the code MLSUK. You get 20% off as you do with the jerseys as well. Uh, so it's well worth doing. And it looks beautiful, that football. But haven't footballs progressed? I remember as a kid, it was just white with like black yeah uh, it know. just said Adidas World Cup ball it did <laughs> now they've got all sorts of colours the MLS balls the same and the Premier League so uh, check it out for yourself Soccer90.com Elliot Holman Henry Hewitt MLS UK show so let's have a look what happened this weekend in MLS there's a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of stuff in particular to do with the referees but we're going to save that for our new feature that will come up very soon so first Elliot which which game should we look at <laughs> Oh, well, this is really awkward. Um, I went to a party on Saturday. Oh, yeah? Uh, Bryony's 30 plus one party. Yeah, because she couldn't have a 30th because of COVID and, yeah. And normally, it's quite good when you go out of the weekend because you get back late, but there's still MLS on. We partied quite late into the Hmm. night and there was no MLS on anymore. So um, here I stand doing an MLS UK show podcast, having seen very little MLS this week. Right, well, it's a good thing you... Educate uh, me. It's a good thing you've got me there, Elliot, because on Saturday night, I was also out. Uh, <laughs> I was watching Europe's Strongest Man in Leeds. And I'll tell you what, Elliot, if you ever want to be emasculated, mm. then go watch Europe's yeah, Strongest I can, Man. I can imagine, yeah. Um, so, uh, no, I on the way home, on the train, back to Manchester, I was keeping up to date with the scores. Uh, we're going to start with this, because I have watched the highlights on YouTube of every game. Now, we're going to start with this one, basically, because we can talk about this for 10 seconds. All I'm going to say, Chicago go nil Dallas nil I watched the highlights for the mm. first two minutes they included a ball going out for a corner a ball going out for a throw in a pass and then eventually a shot I think it was Shabilko uh, so uh, that speaks volumes about this one uh, and I've got to say I do love the, the highlights packages they put together on YouTube with MLS because they've got to get to seven minutes yeah. somehow and they just put anything in there. Uh, Chicago fourth in the East, nine points. Still only conceded one goal, though. They're averaging, scoring-wise, they're averaging a goal a game. Mm. Um, however, failing to score quite a lot still. Um, so there's no secret to what they're going to be working on. You know, defence, keeper, looking really strong. Yeah. Go and score some goals and you're going to win the league. It's as simple as that. Yeah, well, they play Orlando next. so I'll, uh, Shouldn't I'll... be any problem then, should there? Perfect opportunity. Uh, Dallas fifth in the West. They're on eight points. Um, it, I mean, we'll talk more about what's going on in the West very soon. But uh, basically, if Dallas lose next week, they can go probably down to 14th. Yeah. And if they win, they can go to second. So that's how close it is in the West. Uh, right, a game on Saturday evening that had a lot more goals, a lot more action was Cincinnati 3 Montreal 4. What a game this was. Uh, Montreal wearing their shirt that looks like uh, a when you're on a, a bus and a sad music video and 
rain is falling down the window, as as Poppy described it. Isn't it mad? Because Cincinnati have won games you didn't expect them to, mm. and then Montreal go and win their first game of the season away yeah. at Cincinnati. I just don't know what's going on with either of these teams. No, it's. Uh, I mean, this is what we love about MLS, to be honest. And uh, this game epitomises that, especially because Montreal went and scored four. Um, there's only been six matches between these two sides in MLS, and there's already been a 4-3 and a 5-4. <laughs> so uh, when it's the, the next match, make sure you're watching that one. Um, Vasquez scored his fifth for the season, and, and this is, you know, you're saying now about Cincinnati being unpredictable. Yeah. Vasquez is... is has not been. He's scoring goals that we we kind of were expecting him to. Yeah, he's up there in terms of um, shots on target in in the league as well. Um, shots taken, and I, I feel like he's he's got that freedom at Cincinnati to go and play free, take on shots. You know, he's getting he's getting good service, which mm. is he's not. You wouldn't if you wanted someone to go and get a load of a hat full of goals, you wouldn't say right go to Cincinnati. He's getting opportunities. He's getting shots off, um, and the stats are really strong for him at the minute. Um, I f- I feel like he's kind of like an unlikely hero because yeah. they've spent big money on strikers uh, over the last four years, and you couldn't really say that any of them have paid off so far. Um, so an unlikely hero steps up. Yeah, I'd agree with that, and he's uh, he's smashing it at the moment. Even though Cincinnati, I mean, to be fair, the tenth they've had two wins, and as we said last time on the show. It took them until mid-June to get two wins last time. So they are doing quite well for Cincy, but they haven't lost to Charlotte last week. I think they'll... uh They'll want to pick up farm. Um, but Montreal, though, first win of a season, and they now join New York City FC and New England Revolution on four points. If you would have said to Montreal fans, you'll be on the same points as those two sides after four or five <laughs> games. I'm sure they would have took it. Um, speaking of NYCFC, then, we're going to go into more detail about uh, the big incident in this one uh, very soon. But they went to Toronto, lost 2-1. He went one, uh, well, no, he didn't. He went 2 0 down, sorry, but they should have gone 1 0 up. We'll talk about that in a moment. And looking at the highlights of this game and, and checking up on, on what was happening on social media, New York City FC had the majority of the play for the first like half an hour. They should have scored, yeah. they should have um, capitalised, they didn't. And it just shows whatever league you're in, if you don't take your chances, you could be hit on the break. And that's exactly what Toronto did. Third loss of the season, mm. only got one win. When do you start to panic? After the finished Champions League. Okay. Yeah. That I'm, fine. I'm, I'm fine giving them a pass until after the Champions okay. League. Um, Toronto, though, they're seventh now, seven points. Poor start, but they've picked up the last uh, the last two games. Uh, do you think Toronto, you know, we mentioned Canada before and the qualifying for the World Cup. Of course, they did it at BMO Field against Jamaica. Do you think Toronto need to build on this good feeling in, in the country at the moment, in particular at BMO Field? and? They can take that on and have a successful season. This yeah, year. I, I think the last couple of years has killed them a little bit in terms of that off-field uh, mm-hmm. atmosphere, morale, etc. So um, they look like they've turned over a new leaf, which is really exciting to see. Um, you know, if you look at the teams uh, teams around them, DC, Orlando, they've got a better points per game. They've played a game less um, than Orlando. They're, they've made a really strong start, so they certainly deserve to be up there in those playoff spots. Yeah, um, shout out to Haber as well. He scored his first of the season, first in a while actually. Mm. I was I was quite surprised to see how long it had been since he scored a goal. Um, right, we, we'll we started doing this in chronological order. We're going to skip a few matches and go to New England Revolution because I just mentioned them uh, a moment ago. They lost one 0 at home to Red Bulls. This game, um, like the DC Atlanta game, actually, it was going to be nil nil. I, cu- I couldn't see anything, any goal happening in this game, and uh, Red Bulls got it late on with an own goal. Uh, Ashley Fletcher with a cross, which was yeah. good to see. Um, it ended up going in off uh, Matt Polster, but that was because Farrell cleared it against him. It's just not going right, is it, for any revs at the moment? Well, it's the same as NYCFC. You've said you give them till after Champions League. Now, what's the excuse with New England Revolution? Because same stats, played five, one win, four points, and lost three games. Yeah, um, they only lost two home games all of last season. Mm. They've now lost two home games, and with four or five games. How often do we see this, though? Yeah, There's stronger teams, and Seattle always do it. Portland are often slow to start as well. Columbus last year. Yeah, Yeah. you you see teams that have had success, and then they just fall away, and that's why I love this league so much. You're not going to start next season, and Man City, Liverpool pick up one win in six. 
No, it's just not going to happen. No. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> clip, I mean, this, clip this bit. Yeah. Um, well, Norwich won't be in the league, so there's three less points. Yeah, that's six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, right. Well, let's go to DC Atlanta then. Um, and I've got to say, this wasn't the greatest game. And I, as an Atlanta fan, I've got to admit that Atlanta eventually got the goal in the last minute. As I said before, it looked like it was going to be nil. No, I don't think any team particularly deserved to win. But my boys, they did annoying, it in the end. Isn't it? It's annoying when they do that. One nil up to third now. Um, I'm pretty happy, apart from sixty minutes against Montreal and the Colorado Rapids game. I think uh, it's been a good start from Atlanta. Yeah, you'd argue that the Mon- the couple of points from the Montreal game would be would be looking pretty good right now. Mm. Uh, chasing down Philadelphia. Um, we've seen Atlanta v New York a lot in at the top of the East. I'm here for Atlanta v Philly. I want to see them, you know, going toe to toe. Is that something that can happen? I'm here for Atlanta v anyone, to be honest, at the top of these. But yeah, I mean, Philly have been there the last few years. I, I want to. Yeah, but you haven't. That's no, we haven't. No, but I, I want to see Philly. I taken my Atlanta hat off. I want to see Philly win something big. Mm. I want to see them win MLS Cup. I think Jim Curtin, it'd be incredible for him. So yeah, I'm all for this Atlanta. The Philly, but then again, Red Bulls are doing well, so it might be Red Bulls v Philly. You never know. Uh, DC have got five in the next seven at home, so I'm sure they'll be looking to pick up some more points because they got six points the first two, and then I've lost three in a row now. So. Yeah, and Charlotte uh, creeping up uh, level with them as well. Mm. So it's it's I'm here for how tight it is. I mean, regardless of yeah, obviously Miami failed to win San Jose still without a win but other than that it's looking really really exciting which is exactly why we love MLS it is yeah and uh, it's um I, I was then going to do a link to a game that uh, wasn't exciting just the preview point round but they're all <laughs> exciting Orlando 2 LAFC 4 that was exciting mm, if you like goals a uh, shout out to Andy Walsh as well who tweeted us um he's from Salford where I'm from, uh, where I'm living at the moment. And uh, he went to the game and he said uh, he took the Salford weather with him, which was quite sunny in Salford on Sunday. So I'm glad he did. Yeah, my dad chose not to go. He's uh, just packing up now to fly home. And uh, with the storms and stuff, he was Mm. like, probably give it a miss because he'd probably be there about nine hours waiting for the game to finish. (laughs) Um, And I think he's quite glad he did. Yeah, well, um, I've got to say, the two Orlando goals were very well taken, Pato and Martinho. They were good goals. Um, But then, uh, yeah, LAFC scored four. Uh, Ruan with an assist, his second assist of the season. It was to an LAFC player, but it's still an assist. But um, LAFC top of the West. Now, they're joint with Philly in the Supporters' Shield uh, rankings, if you will, uh, 13 points. And they're already four points ahead of third place LA Galaxy. They've started really well, haven't they? They have, and I think we we saw the the hat trick from Carlos in the first week, mm. and we were like, "Here we go, here we go." And then he was missing in the second game, and then you're thinking, "Are they just going to be relying on him again?" But I think we're seeing a lot of character from LAFC already in this early stage. A couple of points ahead of RSL, picking up over two and a half points a game. I know we're only five, what five, six weeks in. They, you find it hard to make a case against them. Yeah, you're right. And I've um, going back to Orlando, I know I joked before that they're playing Chicago next. I've got to say, I'm looking forward to seeing how Pato and Torres do against that defence next week. Yeah, um, shame about Antonio Carlos as well, who's going to miss most of the rest of the season. I said on the last episode, him and Janssen have been pretty integral. Uh, so that's really, really disappointing from, from an Orlando perspective. But Orlando-Chicago should be a really good game. Yeah, there's a few good games next week, which we'll we'll cover later on. Um, let's go to Philadelphia then. We've mentioned them a few times. The top of the East, they're uh, 13 points level with LAFC for Supporters Shield. Uh, they beat Charlotte 2-0 um, at the weekend, which was quite a convincing... They were, I don't think they were under much pressure. Charlotte had a bit of a game before half-time and then after the second goal, but it, I don't think Philly were that worried at all to get the three points. And... Yeah, they're, uh, they're back on farm, they're doing well, and it's the home farm, isn't it, that, that has got them to where they've been the last few years. Yeah, it's it's the consistency, it's exactly what we've come to expect from them, which is um, something that's really difficult to come by in MLS is consistency, and Jim Curtin's got them playing some really nice stuff regularly. Um, Charlotte, still don't, know what to, still don't know what to make. Really strong start versus what we were anticipating. Yeah. You're not getting battered. Much stronger than Austin, where we were really expecting Austin to do Mm. well. So they're kind of keeping it tight. 
and they're scoring good goals as we discussed on the on the podcast last week. So I feel like they're not going to be down the bottom. No, I don't. I I think where they are at the moment, where we're talking like just around mm. underneath the playoff line, I think that's kind of where they'll be looking, which is good. But it's if you great. stay there and you've you have a good run at the end of the season, mm. it's, you know, someone like Orlando will wobble. Obviously, mm. um, you know, you've got the likes of DC who are always you're like, will they? Won't they? Will yeah. they? Won't they? You're going to give yourself a chance. Yeah, and uh, you know, we spoke to Chris Smith um, from uh, Ninety Min Soccer at the start of the season. He was saying that Charlotte's recruitment hasn't been great so you think if that's still in their mind mm. they've got to make moves yeah. in the summer so if they make the moves they could then push them over the line yeah no agreed um nashville winning at color uh, color sorry columbus <laughs> columbus yes thank you put my teeth back in um i was quite surprised by this i thought this was a nailed on home win columbus is the first defeat of the season but nashville um they've moved up to 10th now so it's still not where they want to be Bearing in mind they have played every game away from home this yeah. season. But still, it's uh, it was a good win. Alex Mial with the header to make it 1-0. Yeah, and we've seen it with Portland in the past when you know you've got those home games to come as well. it's It must be really exciting. You know, I know it's hard work. They're out on the road mm. all the time. They're covering a hell of a lot of miles. And all of a sudden, they're going to have a run of home games. And that's such a huge opportunity. If you're sitting there around 10th, uh, 10th 11th, it's a massive opportunity for you to then, you know, if you if you're going to play six games at home on the spin, for example, and I don't know how many they're going to have, yeah, um, there's there's no way you don't pick up, you know, fifteen, sixteen points. Yeah, well, we saw it with DC when Rooney came in as well, and they yeah. moved to um, Audi Field. Um, Columbus, a, a fact for you, which is, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything bad about Columbus because they have played very well and they're near the top, but. Um, they've conceded first in the last four games now. Mm. And whereas before they've managed to pull it back, is that a concern, do you think? Yeah, these things are overanalyzed by a, a number of staff at the club. So they're going to be looking into what's going wrong there, the way that they start games. Do they go and attack teams and you know treat that as the best form of defense? Or do they just look to calm it down in the first 10 minutes and just try and get on the ball, gain some confidence, get a feel for the game? Whatever they're going for is not happening for them. Um, but it will 100% be something that they're looking at. Um, San Jose Earthquakes 2, Austin 2. We're talking about teams that concede first. Uh, San Jose have uh, have been the <laughs> masters of that this season, and they've come back again. It was a repeat of what happened when they uh, drew to Columbus, ironically, um, where they came back from 3-1 down. They then had to come back from 2-0 down. Um I mean, Austin have played very well this season mm. and uh, we've, we've rated him. You said at the start of the year that Max Iarruti needs to score goals. He got his first of the season. Can so we the, see that the now? Ta- the tap-ins don't, fit, don't count though, do they? If you're just going to be tapping them in oh, from yeah. that distance, you know, uh, that's not that's not really scoring a goal, is no, it? No, I mean, the San Jose commentators thought were, were right. They said it was just an ambitious shot. Yeah. Which, you know, there's... Speculative uh, effort. Yeah, so, no, I've got to say, I thought that was really harsh when they said that because of what I finished this yeah, was, was a great goal. Looked it out of the air, volley over the goalie from like, what, 25 oh, yards yeah. out? Yeah, and the celebration. A lot of people are doing that uh, Arrow mm. celebration. I saw it a few times. I think times he's trademarked that from a few years back, though, to be fair. Uh, well, there's a lot of players need to start giving him some money then. <laughs> um, but San Jose coming back, if, I mean, we said this against Columbus. Could this be the start of our season? Be still conceding goals, which is a worry, but could this give him a, a platform now? I'm amazed Almeida's still there. Do you, ever, do you look at them and just think, how is he still in the job? Not because I think he's done terribly, mm. but... Are they making any progress? No, I don't see where the ambition is for no. San Jose. I don't see they've got ambition to... I think they're happy at the moment. To, if they break into the playoffs, finish 8th or 7th, they'll be fine. Mm. I don't see their ambition of going, no, we want to be second or first or third. I just, but the onus is... Mm. They're at home in that game, you know, and I know it's it's West v West, but, you know, the onus is on them at PayPal Park to go and get stuck and get the game underway and take the, take the game to Austin. Yeah. You know, and they just sit, they sit bottom of the West still. And I can't see, you know, they start, put, you know, they get a few wins. Sure, maybe they overtake Vancouver. But Portland are going to be higher than they are. Kansas are going to be higher than they are. We've talked about Nashville with a run of home games. This is a I look at this now and think, okay, not everyone's going to make the playoffs. But this is going to be a Western Conference to me when you think Portland, SKC, Nashville, Seattle, they're all going to be higher than where they are now. So yeah. this is going to be a really, really tight conference. And if you're going to let them go already, you know, they're already six points off 
Houston in seventh. They're yeah. they're gonna have a problem. Yeah, I think there's there's a few teams that they're very lucky how tight it is. Now you mentioned there in the West and those teams that are gonna finish higher, they can actually be much higher after this weekend. Mm. There's like three points in it from yeah. third to twelfth. So it's all right at the moment and they can go, oh, we're not too far away. Another three or four games and it starts to even itself out a bit and the teams that are going to finish higher up start winning more. They could find themselves about 10 or 12 points behind yeah. already, which is, is, then it's game over. You're getting into the sort of where Cincy and into Miami were and Toronto last season. So, yeah, it's, it's a concern. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how San Jose deal with it because at the moment and... I know we've said this about teams who have proved us wrong, but I just don't see where San Jose are going are to push on. No, I, I agree. Let's go to Seattle winning at Minnesota. A big win this. João Paulo got his, uh, you know, he's, I mean, it's an, another season, another amazing goal for João Paulo. He'll probably be in the uh, goal of the season. It's just what he does. Yeah, goal of the season categories about three or four times before the end. Uh, Jordan Murray's got an assist as well, forced the OG from Coleman. Uh, but Seattle, uh, they're up to ninth. They've got seven points now. But they, this is a big win for them. I think this will, uh, you know, they got the win against LA Galaxy as well. But this will give them a bit of confidence now after a poor start. Yeah, and Minnesota are also one of the teams that you don't necessarily expect them to go go away and, and beat. Mm. Um, so when we, when we, uh, we it's easy to analyse MLS and go, oh, Seattle are going to finish high. But that's not the sort of game you expect them to sort of spark their season because that's that's a tough game to go and win. So that's going to breed a lot of confidence. Yeah, Minnesota eighth as well. They're, I mean, Minnesota and Seattle are next to each other in the league. And Minnesota and Seattle are two of the sides you just mentioned who are going to finish higher. Mm. You think that? So uh, we have. It's it's strange because it feels with the international break. It feels like the season has has been going a long yeah. time. Yet it's actually four or five games in. Um, Vancouver one Sporting KC nil. It's a good win for Vancouver, first of the season. It is a, it is a really good win. Um, how do we feel about SKC? Because for me, they're out there with the Seattle's of mm-hmm. their reputation precedes them, and you expect a lot of them. But that's not a good result. No, I think they're missing Polito. I think they're missing the outlet up at the top. Like Johnny Russell's a, a great player, and he's going to score goals for them. But he's not a Polito. I just think that for me, of what I've seen, they're missing just that focal point at the top of the pitch for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, but again, you'd, you'd fancy SKC to finish a lot higher. Um, Colorado won, RSL won the derby game. Um, I want to point out RSL, and you know we've I kind of mentioned this on our last full episode, but you they're second at the moment with eleven points. Mm. The teams they've played so far, so they've played last year's supporters shield winners and won at any revs. They've played the teams that finished first, second, and third now in the West. And then they played Nashville, they beat them, and they finished third in the East. What a tough start to the season. So come out second, wow, what a start. It is a really good start. You know, only lost one game, and I think at this point, you look at the fixtures that they've got coming up, and you think, well, you've almost put more pressure on yourself. You now have to go to somewhere like Vancouver, uh, you have to go to a Miami, and you have to get results, because mm-hmm. that's what's going to cement your season. You're almost guaranteed, if you win... If you can get 10 wins against opposition a lot weaker than you've already played, you're guaranteeing yourself a playoff spot. Yeah. And the, already you start to get excited about RSL. Yeah, well, ironically, could RSL be the Colorado of, uh, of this season? Uh, Colorado unbeaten at home in the first three. So they'll be happy, 8.6. So, you know, they, they're showing... We were worried about Colorado at the start of the year, but mm. they're showing quite a lot. Um, right, we've got two more games to talk about. Uh, let's go to Sunday evening's match. Lots of action, lots of controversial incidents happening in this one. Portland won, LA Galaxy 3. I actually watched this game. <laughs> Me too, actually. I've actually seen one of the games. God, I'm terrible at this job. <laughs> uh, just, I just called it a job. That's a joke. Um, now, I, yeah, I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, first of all, I didn't expect as many goals as there was, can I say? Because right. uh, I was expecting quite a low-scoring game. But obviously, with the red card, it does tend to breed a few more opportunities. Yeah, well, there had been two goals before then. Yeah. Uh, so LA Galaxy went 2-0 up early on. Chicharito scoring. He got the third goal as well for Port- uh, for LA Galaxy. In between, uh, Portland did pull a goal back. Um, El Trafico next week. LA Galaxy had their two defeats uh, before it. They've now got a win. 
It's got to give him confidence, hasn't it? It's going to be a good game. It's always good. Form kind of goes out of the window in this game as well. They're both really talented rosters that on the day could go and do the job. But I think it just it does definitely breathe some excitement into this game now that they've got that win. They're both mm. going into it um, full of confidence. The sending off. Well, we're going to go into more details about some of the more controversial uh, aspects of this weekend in a moment. But yeah, it was it was harsh. I've got to say, I've got to say, when I saw it live, I thought, oof, he could be off here. Straight red. I agree. When I saw the highlights, and I this agree. is in particular what we're going to be talking about, yeah. I thought a bit harsh. Oh, this is just annoying that we agree with each other. That's the first <laughs> time that's ever happened. Um, shout out as well, LA Galaxy start to the season, because we mentioned RSL, LA Galaxy a third. Yeah. They've played Portland, Seattle, NYCFC. They've got LAFC next. They've also had, uh, well, I guess you could add... Orlando? Orlando, in yeah. that, I guess so. But, big, big teams. Uh, they've had a tough start and they third, so they'll be happy with that. Um, right, finally, it was uh, after a two-hour rain delay, they finally got round to playing it. Inter-Miami versus Houston. Houston won 3-1. Another defeat for Inter-Miami. Um, Houston's first away win since 2020. And, uh, yeah, it was 0-0 at half-time and then Houston just, they just took the chances in the second half and... It's. I mean, we, again, we, every episode we're going about into Miami. Like, I, I have nothing, nothing new to say. You know, Beckham. I. Beckham says they built a brand rather than a team. I couldn't agree more. But I've been. We've been saying that from before. Before mm. they kicked a ball, we were saying you're not going to get the the Messi and the Ronaldo and all that. Oh, Miami. It's going to be. You know, it's been a disaster. Let's be honest. And the brand that they've built came at the expense of you know the DP saga. It's really poor. Yeah, you've got to say. Looking from the UK, right, and I can only base this on people I speak to, foot, like football fans in the UK who don't necessarily watch MLS, the two biggest brands in MLS are LA Galaxy and Inter Miami. Mm. Now, LA Galaxy haven't won much recently, but they have a history of winning stuff. Yeah. Like we say, five stars only, LA Galaxy style. So they've got that history. They had, you know, the Beckham era, the Keen era, even before yeah. that. So they've built that. Inter Miami... I don't know. I know it's different in the States and it's, you know, it's, he said he's built a brand and sometimes in some people's eyes, that's maybe uh, without the promotion and relegation thing, that's, you've got to build the brand over what's going on the pitch. But surely no one can take you seriously if you're losing matches. No, I, I, I really think that you the brand is only as strong as what's on the field because let's be honest, there's some pretty uncool badges and logos out there and kits that we don't like but ultimately we respect teams that are doing doing well rsl is a perfect example we've just been singing their praises Mm. nothing about their brand is sexy at all no but it's great you know they're doing great and that's that's what we're here for you're right Uh, so we need to cheer ourselves up with into miami so it's the return of an old friend ladies and gentlemen for the first time this season it's the ray of sunshine I'm excited for this. Uh, Ray Hudson, our... Well, I don't want to call him our favourite commentator because John Champion is. And I don't want to call him our favourite summariser because we've had Taylor Twelman on the show. But he's our favourite one who's dealing with Inter Miami on a regular basis or from Newcastle, whichever we want to go with. Um, So, of course, he was commentating on the game this weekend and I've been watching the highlights and picked out some some of his funnier lines. He is the king of the one-liners. Uh, right, clip number one. Uh, this came after Higuain's penalty. Now, last year he said that uh, he, you know you're as cool as the polar bear's backside. He's moved on this year. He's gone with us. Cool as a bomb disposal expert here. Uh, so Higuain's now is cooler than a polar bear's backside, but now he's as cool as a bomb disposal expert. Mm. Uh, clip number two, Picot was through on goal, uh, but couldn't find the finish in the first half. This is uh, this is what Ray had to say about this one. And here's that lead up, way too footless and fancy free. Free as a bird in the park. And Fafa Picot maybe should have clipped this one with his left foot, but it must be made of wood. Left foot made of wood. Not in the second half, though, because he did score. I really struggle to understand him, and I live in this country. How are Americans understanding that? Uh, well, wait till this, the final clip. Uh, Robbie Robinson, he twisted, he turned in the area, he, he put his defender on the back, his backside, but couldn't get the goal in the end. Here's what Ray had to say. Which a wonderful cutback here from Robbie Robinson. As a defender, do you want to dance in there? He leaves him with twisted blood 
and his knees on backwards. <laughs> he did have seen the clip. He, he did have his knees on backwards in the end. <laughs> Get Ray on the show. I've got to speak to this guy. Um, it was his birthday the other day. We tweeted. He, he threw us a like. He acknowledged it. So, uh, so there we go. There's the first ray of sunshine of his season. And across the season, he will be back. We're picking out our favourite clips. Um, and I actually now, uh, it, it doesn't mean anything to us because, you know, we don't watch... Uh, MLS on US TV but when I know that Inter Miami are one of the games on Fox at ESPN I actually get really disappointed yeah 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 you want the, you want the local commentary yeah um, Race Hudson what a legend um, right we're going to move on now and uh, we're going to introduce a brand new feature to the show and this is uh, we kind of recap still recapping what happened at the weekend but um, as you know, we like to moan on this podcast, we, especially Elliot, and especially about referees, because they're involving Orlando. So we thought, rather than do it in the recap, we're going to introduce something where anything we see, whether it be the referees, or it could be a pitch, or whatever, we're going to throw into our very own Room 101. Now, if you don't know Room 101, it's a reference to George Orwell's 1984 book, but also it was a TV show here in the UK, in the noughties, Probably in the States as well, because we do tend to trade TV yeah. shows. Um, the TV show was celebrities would come on and they'd choose three or four things that we don't like and they'd throw it into Room 101. So we wanted to do the same, but we've got to MLS it. We've got to make it Major League Soccer. Like the, the Jason Christ is right. Like the Jason Christ is right, of course. So what we're going to do is have our very own Room 101, but we've got to MLS it. I know where this is going. And this is no reference to this guy. It's just literally because his name features in the title. We are going to be opening the Eloy Room 101. I thought about the Eloy broom cupboard but it was rubbish so. yeah um so the first thing that we're going to throw into the eli room 101 is a reference to something that happened on a few occasions this weekend and because we just didn't understand we don't understand what's going on with it so we're going to throw it in elliot holman it's to do with pro refs we can't throw all the refs in so instead we're going to throw var in instead yeah. Um, we have praised VAR so much with what MLS do on this podcast before. We've said that it completely knocks what the Premier League are doing out the water. This weekend, for some reason, they went to VAR for some things. They didn't go for others. They, they give decisions for some things and then didn't for others. There's no consistency there. The three I've pointed out is the fact that Portland had so many penalty appeals that weren't checked yeah. against LA Galaxy. The New York City FC thing, where the, the the penalty was given and then taken away, even though the defender had clipped, yeah, um, you know the the. It's not clear and obvious, is it? It's not. No, and that's the thing. And then the third thing is um, the penalty for Pereira that he got for Austin um, against San Jose Earthquakes. It was soft, and they didn't look at it. You know, like it's like where's the consistency? So go on. This is. I mean. We're on the same page with this, but, you know, this is your space to have a rant before yeah, we throw I, it into the I, Eli Room 101. I don't need to convince you. Um, I'm preaching to the choir, I know. Um, but for me, I, I think if you change the rules of football stroke soccer and it's a rule that we don't like, mm. then we have to live with it, right? But when you when the rules are there... And then they're applied differently in different games for, by different referees in for different teams. And VAR sometimes looks at one thing and sometimes it's just the consistency. And we had it with the handball thing. You know, change the handball rule. Fine, change the rule, but you have to apply it the same. It has to be consistent. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know why I'm doing this because I know you agree with me. So I'm just... just yeah, well, the, the the one for me was the Talis Magno one for New York City FC. They yeah. give the so if you haven't seen it, basically he's running um, to goal. Uh, Cozy Thompson sort of ran behind him, clipped his heels. It wasn't on purpose. I will say that, but they give a penalty and then they go to VAR and then rescind the penalty. Because it doesn't matter if it was on purpose or not. It's, 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 it's irrelevant. He's tripped him up. Yeah. It's a penalty. So and obviously, as I said before, New York City are in possession in that they were having chances in the first half an hour they should have had a penalty didn't happen and then Toronto go win the game 2-1 mm. and uh, that's lost in my opinion it's lost NYCFC oh it, it has lost them at least a point so. I, I don't I don't even care about going that far I just want to, in that incident there's no there's no way that it, the review should overturn it mm. and it's not about the the outcomes it's just do the same thing every time yeah 
I just don't understand. No. So there we go. We're throwing VAR. We can't throw the pro refs in. Uh, Believe me, I've tried. um, But, uh, yeah, let's throw VAR. But the first thing we're going to throw, if you imagine it, it's like a vault. It's like our... Big pit. Big pit, yeah. So let's throw it in. VAR, you're going into the Eli Room 101. Feel better already. Yeah, me too. Um, right, let's cheer ourselves up uh, even more and let's bring back another old friend to the show because each week, uh, each episode on our main podcast, you are bringing a game to the show and I believe it's uh, a close link to an old game that we used to play. Yeah, uh, so I wanted to do a World Cup-based uh, game around England and Canada and the USA and trust me, when Scotland or Wales are confirmed, we'll get them involved as well. Um, but the teams that are definitely going to the World Cup in Qatar in November, um, and it was like a it was a game where I was, I was thinking, oh, it's basically like a higher or lower game. So it's kind of like that TV show, um, The Price is Right. And then I was like, oh, we could do could do a game like that on the show, but instead of the price is right, it could be the crisis right. And then I was like, well, we already do that, really, don't we? So let's play the crisis right. It's back! You know oh, what? Yeah. I watched back the last episode where you made me play that game, the headphone game, and I, I didn't realise how much I shouted because I, I couldn't hear you. I had to turn your microphone down. <laughs> um, so... Playing the crisis right today is Henry Hewitt, who's already come on down. Uh, so thank you, Henry. Thank you for coming to play with us today. It's like uh, when they do like uh, previous champions coming back. Like who yeah. wants to be a millionaire would do it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now I'm going to give you a fixture. For example, uh, USA v Canada. Okay. Uh, you have to tell me how many times that team has beaten the other. Okay. Ah, right, okay. Uh, so it's higher or lower. Um, we're going to start. With Canada versus Wales. Oh. How many times have Canada beaten Wales in the history of soccer? Wow. Um, two? It's one. Okay, so one is the number we start on, and it's now higher or lower. Right. Higher or lower than one, USA's wins over Portugal. Oh. They played each other. Was it the 2002 World Cup? Here he is. I'm sure they, I'm sure USA won that, so I'm going to go higher. It is higher. It's two. There you go. Two wins. Uh, higher or lower than two, Canada's wins over Belgium in all-time soccer. Lower than... Oh, well, Belgium are good now, but they've not been good for a long time. So, with respect to Canada, that's possibly the type of side they would have been playing in friendly matches for a while. But I'm going to say lower. It is lower. It's zero. Hmm. Never beaten Belgium. Higher or lower, USA versus Scotland. Higher, surely. Twice. Two victories over Scotland for the USA. Uh, Now, USA versus Canada. Higher or lower? Than two. Yeah, how many... How many times have the USA beaten Canada? Is uh, it more than two? The fact that they play each other every year, I'm going to go higher. It is higher. It's 18. Yeah. Uh, let's finish on this one, Henry. Go on. Higher or lower than 18? USA versus England. Oh, well, uh, famously, US have beaten England in a World Cup before, but I don't think they've beaten them 18 times. So I'm going to say lower. It is lower. How many? Six. It's two. Just ah. the two victories for the USA versus England. To be fair, we wouldn't have had much more against USA. That is absolutely true. Mm. Um, so good luck to the USA when they play England in the World <laughs> Cup 2022. And good luck to Canada against Belgium as well. Let's get a first win for Canada. Well done, Henry. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Elliot Holman. Henry Hewitt. MLS UK show. Right, before we have a look at what's happening this weekend in MLS, uh, we need to mention this. It's the Champions League semi-finals or semi-finals as our North Atlantic or North American, I should say. Cousins would say. Um, So it's Seattle versus New York City FC. This is happening on Wednesday evening, so Thursday morning here in the UK, 3am. So good luck if you're staying up for that one. Uh, you'll probably catch the end of that one because you work on yeah, a breakfast show, don't I, you? Yeah, I'll be on my way to work at four, so I'll be, <laughs> I definitely won't be watching in the car. Yeah. Um, so Seattle, NYCFC, the, the second leg is the week after. Um, who do you think will make the final? Seattle for me. Mm. I've got to agree. I think the, the, the away leg being, the second leg being uh, at NYCFC makes it interesting. Where's that being played? Do I even want to know? Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I know the baseball, so there's been an issue with the baseball season. So, uh, oh, it's might... a Red Bull Arena. Right, okay. I'm going to say, so I don't know what the situation with his, with NYC playing at Yankee uh, Stadium. Please excuse my lack of baseball knowledge. I do know they've had a few problems starting the season, but that might all be sorted now. Um so, yeah, that could go against them playing at Red Bull Arena. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Seattle myself. Yeah, I agree. Which also links us to who our MLS UK show championship champions are. Now, uh, that's probably a clue to who they are. Uh, if you don't know what this is, a few years ago, we decided that we would track who the MLS Cup champions are as if it was a title belt or something that would change hands every game. So, thing like boxing or wrestling... Uh, you know, where you put the title on the line. And then Extra Time Podcast tweeted saying, oh, what a good idea that would be. Well, yeah, we've already come up with that idea. So. Doing it for years. Um, so uh, normally, I'll be honest with you, as it gets to the end, with the playoff system as it is, it just ends up being the same as who wins yeah. MLS Cup. One day we will have, because if you draw, you get to keep the title. So one day we will have a team that is not in the playoffs. Yeah who get it on the last game and then therefore keep hold of it. Uh, but until now, that's not happened. So, starting the season then, NYCFC, as MLS Cup holders, had the title. And if you remember, who did they lose to on the first game? Oh, LA Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, second game, LA Galaxy then defended it against Charlotte and won 1-0. Mm-hmm. The third game of the season, LA Galaxy lost it and they went to uh, Seattle. And that was Seattle's first win of the season. Since then, Seattle have gone to Austin and drawn 1 1. Kept it. Before playing Minnesota this past weekend. And they've retained it. They have retained it. So they're on uh, three wins, or well, three three matches that retained it so far this season. So let's now have a look at what's happening this weekend in MLS. Famously not playing, so they're going to keep it for a while. They will. Uh, before we do, actually, because these are our predictions we're going to do now, Elliot, who do you think won? Yeah. Well, I'm going to shock you here, Elliot, because it wasn't me that won. You won last time. We incorporated, if you remember, uh, some international matches as well. And, uh, yeah, you predicted that Mexico and USA would be a draw, mm. and you got that right. You also said that Charlotte would beat Cincinnati. So that does sound that like right. something I'd say, yeah. Uh, I then said that SKC would beat RSL, so I pulled it back to 10-5. But then, because we only had five matches, that's how it ended. So you have pulled it back. It's now 2-1 to me. Right, here we go then. Let's do it. So, first of all, uh, kicking off the weekend in MLS, it's 6 o'clock here in the UK. It's oh. Orlando versus Chicago. Brian's away on a hender as well, so I can actually just watch oh. the game on actual TV. Come on. You get a Chinese again? Oh, too right. Actually, I think I'm having one tonight. So oh. Probably two. You two can have week. two Chinese. Yeah. It's, we're recording this on Tuesday, so I think there's a, a couple of days in it, so you'll be fine. Uh, Chicago win this 2-1. Um, I've got to say, I think it'll be a, I think 1-1. I think Orlando will score, but I don't think you'll win. 1-1. Okay. Miami versus New England Revolution at 8 p.m. So I can watch that straight after. Yeah, this Probably is... have another round of Chinese. <laughs> uh, neither team in great form at the start of the season. However, Miami are dreadful. <laughs> and uh, they're at home. 
So you feel like they should have an advantage, but they're actually t- terrible. So I'm going to go for New England to win 3-1. Oof. I, I mean, this is a tough one. You, naturally, I would go with New England, obviously. But this is a tough one because things aren't going well at New England. I think... But they've this... got... Look at the roster to turn up at Miami. Come on. Yeah, but that... Actually, no, you pick, you pick Miami. It's good for the, good for the guessing. Miami, this is your <laughs> final chance. Oh, that's big. 2-0. 2-0? Yeah, Higuain or Scott. Uh, Red Bulls versus Montreal. Montreal playing at a uh, former home ground. 3-0. Yeah, fancy New, New York Revolution. Uh, New York, New York Revolution. Um, I'm going to go with 3-1. Okay, Philadelphia host Columbus Crew. Oof, this will be a good match. Mm. I think Philly will win, though, at home. 2-1. 1-1. Mm. Then we've got El Trafico. It's the biggest game of the weekend. Uh, a fact for you, I learned What a the night, weekend. by the way. This yeah. is great. And this is on at half 12 as well here. Yeah, normally Not... they're at stupid o'clock. Yeah. Uh, fact for you, Raheem Edwards, if he plays, will be the first player to play in consecutive matches, but for different, different teams, teams in El Trafico. Love it. Uh, it's at LA Galaxy. Who do you think will win? Uh, Dignity Health Sports Park is what he means. Um, oh, goodness me. I, I think Goldfest. I'm you? going Goldfest. 4-3 LA Galaxy. Oof. I think it's more just, I just want goals. Yeah. So. Well, MLS are hoping that Chicharito and Carlos Vea play. I think they want to promote it yeah, on yeah. Chicharito versus Vea. Um, oh, 2-2. Wow. Uh, RSL then host Toronto while uh, El Trafico is on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, um, these next matches are going on at that time, therefore, but I don't think many people will be watching them. Um, RSL... Win this 2 0. I've got to go with RSL as well, yeah. 2 um, 1. Okay, Dallas hosting Colorado. I like Dallas this year. I'm mm. going to go with, I think this is a bit high scoring, 4 2. 1 0 Colorado. Uh, Houston versus San Jose. <sighs> dear, oh dear. Um, Houston win this. Not used to back in Houston, I'm going to be honest. Mm. Um, Two oh two one Houston one one okay uh, SKC are at home to Nashville SC two sides that are wanting to push up the table mm. uh, I think they'll cancel each other out I think it'll be two 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 nil Kansas uh, Vancouver versus Portland um Portland win two nil. Sorry for the delay. <laughs> this is the type of game that Vancouver will win one. I know. I did. I do agree. I just. So I think they'll win one. Though. It was just sensible to go with Portland. Uh, Charlotte host Atlanta. Come on, Charlotte! Big game Sunday evening, half six here in the UK, and I think uh, my boys will do it. They'll go to Charlotte. Um, second time they've played them already this season. The first game was a great game. I think this will be as well. But I think Atlanta will win two now. Two two. Uh, and then we've got Austin versus Minnesota to round things off. Um, oh, I like both these teams. Um, oh, it's hard. I, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I think Minnesota win this. Oh, I'm gonna cool. go. Gonna go two one, three nil Austin. Ooh. Uh, right, that's our predictions. Get in touch with your predictions at MLS UK Show. You can also email us hello at MLS dot uh, MLS UK Show. Uh, no, hello MLS dot Show. Oh, I need. I need. It's been five years. Yeah. five years. Um, if you uh, don't listen, you know, don't judge it on me. Judge it on what Elliot's done today. If you do want to subscribe, please do uh, on your podcast provider. Give us a follow. Uh, rate us as well. But there's one rule and one rule only. If you want to rate us. LA Galaxy style, five stars only. Um, and uh, yeah, follow you on, the, on YouTube. Also, uh, subscribe. Give us a like on all of our videos and click the notification bell as well. We'd really appreciate it. Subscribe, as they say en français. Uh, and that's where we're off to for the big reveal of today's game with the changing name. You know what? I don't have a clue. So rather than uh, be discreet and try and cheat, I'm going to do it right in front of your face. Right. So if you give us the um, give us the career path. Okay. So toi or Troy's as it's uh, spelt. And then uh, Saint Etienne, mm. Real Betis, Toronto FC, Nottingham Forest, and then Ajaccio. Someone correct me on that pronunciation. Mm. 
Um, first of all, I typed in uh, Nottingham Forest and Toronto FC, which of course just Richie Larea. Yeah, so that didn't work. So then I had to add Real Betis as well. Um, and it is, I'm going to be honest with you, I've not really heard of his player. Um, I, I, normally when we do this and it's someone who's played in England, I tend to go off the English career path to get them. Yeah. But sorry, Nottingham Forest fans, I've never heard of him. It's Damien Perquay. How do you pronounce that? Uh, Perquay. Perquay. There we go. That would make sense. Uh, yes. Yeah, so well done if you got that right. Um, tough probably, one. It's a very tough one. Tough probably one. Toronto fans or... Uh, Nottingham Forest fans would get that one but uh, yeah well done so uh, no I haven't got this one and uh, you've uh, who, who, whoever messaged in well done it was Dan from Nottingham um, so uh, we'll shout you out if you've got a suggestion for us for the game with the change of name then let us know uh, tweet me because then otherwise Henry will say uh, at Elliot Holman yes there we go um, right if you want to tweet me anything other than the game with the change of name it's at Henry underscore underscore Hewitt don't just, forget just the second a, it's just abuse I would imagine uh, and on that note I think we should leave before anyone ever does so we'll be back next time we're back next week with stoppage time we'll be back in two weeks with another bumper episode but until then I've been Henry Hewitt I'm still Elliot Holman and he'll say see ya probably see ya Sports Social Podcast Network Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.